I'm going to share with you by the grace of God on the subject that God has placed upon my heart. And it's the subject uh, which is called, uh, the message is entitled Truth versus Facts. Truth versus Facts. We want to go straight into the Word of God. As you shall hear the teaching, I pray that may God grant you the grace to, to hear and be able to take note of the verses and some of the verses we may not read if we for the sake of time. Some of them will read and will help readers who are very quick that you can understand the word. But the message to the Church of God this day is entitled Truth versus Facts or Fact. Let's start off with the scripture. The whole message is based um, on the anchor scripture, if I can call it. That the anchor scripture for our message is John chapter 8, verses 32 and 36. John chapter 8, verses 32 and 36. I have a reader, please. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Hallelujah. You need to mark those scriptures. As you see, reading from the book, the King James Version, if you are holding a different version, you will find that you don't have the word make there. You have set as a different event. The Bible says in verse 32, that, can you read verse 32 again? And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You have to know the truth because the truth shall make you free. Other versions say you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. There's a difference between being made free and being set free. I'll explain in a few minutes, but let me explain it now so that you understand going forward. When some, when you are set free, the picture of being set free uh, for some of you, if you have ever watched someone with a kite, uh, playing with a kite, a kite is a piece of instrument flying instead of the thing that you make and you hold the string down here and you release it, you let it fly for a bit. It goes up in the air, it is flying up there, but you are holding the strings yourself. It cannot go very far. That's, you set it free when it goes into the atmosphere, but you have the control you still have control over it. You can bring it down whenever you want to. Are we together? Mm -hmm. And another example I can give you is the example of pigeons. Many people who keep pigeons, they know exactly where they are saying. You can, they could go for some some events. They release the pigeons to, you know, you know they can release them even at a stadium. But what happens when those pigeons are released, they all fly back to the area where they are captivated, where they are kept captive. So, although someone has set them free, they, no one has made any effort to really make them free. Mm -hmm. So, there's a difference between being set free and being made free. Because when you are made free, you are no longer under the control of the person or the circumstances or the situation that was causing you to be in bondage. Are you with me? Mm -hmm. There's a difference, if you like, between colonization and independence. That's another example I can give you. You can be like the United Kingdom colonized many uh, country, uh, African countries. Those countries were not in England. Those countries were not in the UK physically. 
but Zimbabwe is in Zimbabwe, South Africa is in South Africa, Botswana is in Botswana, Zambia is in Zambia, Malawi is in Malawi, Kenya is in Kenya, far away in Africa, but they were far away from the king and the queen of England, but they were, no, they were set free to do their own governments and do whatever they want, but they were not made free. They only became free as being made free when they got independence. So there's a difference between being set free and being made free. And you begin to understand why the scriptures, people who interpreted the scriptures and translated the scriptures, sometimes you can see the involvement of the enemy. They're just changing the meaning, just using a different word, how the meaning changed completely. But let's look to the traditional, the original of the scriptures, which is in fact all the other versions that you know in the world. They are best, they were, the reference point is the King James Version. Because the King James Version itself, the reference, its reference, its reference point were the original manuscripts of in Hebrew and in Greek. Mm -hmm. So they did not refer to other books; they referred to the original. So now all the other versions that are coming, that have come after that, they were now an adulteration or an interpretation, if you like, of the original King James Version. And the original King James Version says, "Then what?" What God said in the book of John was, when the Son of Man makes you free, that's verse 36. Verse 32 says, you shall know the truth. Somebody say, I'm gonna, I shall know the truth. You shall know the truth. The truth can be there, but you may not know it. So it doesn't help you to have the truth out there, but you don't know the truth. The world is controlled by media. Media platforms are Everybody out there, so particularly social media, is the greatest evil of our day. Its mission is to distort the facts and the information that is out there, so that instead of people knowing the truth, which is the scripture, they are released. They release a lot of falsehoods and lies on social media. But the word of God today is saying, "You, as a child of God, you shall know and you must know the truth. And when you know the truth, that truth." makes you free now that's verse 32 now verse 36 goes on to make it clear when the son of man that is the one and only true yeshua hamashiach when he makes you free and again the kingdom version makes it clear it doesn't say when he set you free when he makes you free then you are free indeed Somebody say hallelujah. When the Son of Man therefore makes you free, you shall be free indeed. So he says in 32, you shall know the truth. So the key thing is, there are two key things in that verse. The truth and knowing it. The truth can, can lie out there, but until you know it, it will not influence your actions, your behavior, and your attitude. You will be influenced in behavior and attitude by other pieces of information that you know, as long as you don't know the truth. But the word of God is going to help us today so that you can be able to decipher between the messages that are coming from the enemy and the one that is coming from the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's pray once again. Father, your word has been released, Almighty Father. We have read, Almighty Father, the basis of the message. I ask you, take over now. Help me to release the word to your people, Father God. In the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua, I pray. The Bible makes it very clear. It explains, verses 32 and 36, they explain each other. So it says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. That's verse 32. 
Verse 36, when the Son of Man therefore makes you free, then you are free indeed. So let's look at this fact today. Yeshua HaMashiach, Christ, according to the scripture, verse 36 makes it clear, he says, when the Son of Man therefore makes you free, then you are free indeed. But the truth says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So who is the truth? What is the truth? Who and what regarding the truth is only pointing to the one person, Yeshua HaMashiach. Somebody said, hallelujah. If we read John chapter 14, verses 6 to 7, it also makes it very clear. Let's, let's go to that one. We're going to look at a few scriptures so that you can understand the message, the teaching. John chapter 14, verses 6 to 7. John chapter 14, 6 to 7. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm introducing you to the truth. He is introducing himself. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. If God allows me, those are three chapters, three topics I need to cover. I will talk one day about the way. I'll talk about one day uh, uh, the life. Today I'm talking about the truth. Because these three aspects are in him, our Lord and our Savior. So I'm warning you that by, if God allows me, because I already have those three messages in my heart. But as, as it happens, every day I receive new things. So it may remain in my spirit. It may not be shared. But at least you know in my heart that if God allows me, I will share another day where I will talk about the way, where I will talk about the life. Because that's who he is. The three in one. Those three are in him, Yeshua Mashiach. The Trinity confirmed in a different way. It is the way, the truth, and the life. Three things in one. But today, let's just pick one aspect. He is the truth. 32, John chapter 8, 32 says, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Then John chapter 3, uh, sorry, chapter 14 has told us that this Yeshua HaMashiach, the Son of God, in fact, he said it himself. It was not said by somebody else. He said, I am the truth. You begin to see him again introducing another aspect of him that connects him to the Father. The I am that I am. For those who know in Exodus chapter 8, chapter 3, verses 13 to 14, we don't have to read that, but take note. When you have time, you can read the letter. Exodus chapter 3, verses 13 to 14, when God was speaking to his servant Moses, he said to him, when you are sending me to the people of Israel, what am I going to say? Oh, I'm, how, what, what, if they ask me who sent you, what am I going to say to them? And God, Jehovah, took us back to his servant, and he said, you go and tell them, I am who I am. Go and tell them, I am as sent you. Hallelujah, somebody. And you now see the Lord Yeshua HaMashiach using the same phrase, I am, throughout, I am. He says, I am, I am, I am. Confirmation that he is who he is and him and the Father are one. Him, the Father, and the Spirit are one. So he says, I am. The Ruach HaKodesh says, I am. God the Father says, I am. He is the one who sent his servant Moses because he is the I am that I am. 
So who is the truth? The truth is there. I am. Hallelujah. So he says to Moses, I am who I am. In English, that's in English. I am who I am. If you want to go check it in, in, in the original Hebrew, you know, it's Eye Asha Eye. When you read, the, for your own information, the Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew. And so the people who wrote, who translated, who went to look into the scriptures to dig deep to write the King James Version, God bless that king of England who used his money and his resources to make sure that the Bible would be spread across the whole world in as close to the original position as possible by going back to the original manuscripts of Hebrew. So the Hebrew translation of the English, I am who I am, says it. Enye asha eye. Meaning, what does it mean? When Christ, Yeshua, Hamashiach says, I am the truth. I am the I am. In another way. What the I am means, ladies and gentlemen, is that our Yeshua, the one who says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Yeshua, Yahweh himself, he is the ultimate statement of self-sufficiency. Is the ultimate statement of self-sufficiency. I am who I am is the ultimate statement of self-sufficiency. It is the ultimate statement of self-existence. It is the ultimate statement of immediate presence. Hallelujah. <laughs> Can I say that again? I am who I am or asha is the ultimate statement of self-sufficiency. Number one, it is the ultimate statement of self-existence. Number two, it is the ultimate statement of immediate presence. Those three again. So his self is sufficient within himself. He's existing within himself. He doesn't need anything or anybody else for him to exist. And he doesn't just exist yesterday and tomorrow. He's existing even now. That's what you find in the I am. It's not I was, or I could be, or I may be. He is in the present. Hallelujah, somebody. Which means our God, he is the eternally present God. His existence and his being is not contingent upon anyone else. His plans for you are not contingent or dependent upon circumstances. Very important for you to know this child of God. Why did Yeshua HaMashiach say, when the Son of Man set you free, you are free indeed. Why did he say, ah, ah, I am the way, the truth, and the life? How? Why did he say, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free? What he's saying is, when you have the understanding I'm going to share with you today, or I'm, I'm sharing with you today, you will know that his plans for you are not contingent or dependent upon circumstances. That's why scripture says his plans for you are yes and amen. Yes in Hebrew means yeah, and that yeah is connected to a yeah, because he says I am who I am, a yeah, a shah, a yeah. So his plans for you, child of Agape, for you, child of God, they don't depend on the circumstances around you. They are not dependent on who is saying what around you. They are not dependent on what the social media is saying about you. They are not dependent on what the social media is saying about the church. He is who he is, his self-existence, and his existence is in the immediate for you. 
His plans for you are not dependent on the circumstances surrounding you. Somebody shout hallelujah. What that means is you shall be who and what he has determined or predetermined you to be. Your circumstances may change, but those very circumstances are not able to change your destiny. Somebody shout hallelujah. Because you are, as I've said before, you are a child of promise. You are a child of purpose. So, the one who says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free is, is releasing a very important teaching and message to the church, knowing the truth. Because he knew that the world will offer you fake news. That's why the scriptures, the word of God, is only called the good news. He knew that the world will offer you the opposite of truth. And I'm going to release it to you today. You are a child of promise. You are a child of purpose. You belong to the I am that I am. The I am made you. He alone predestined you. Therefore, he is, he was, and he always will be who he is. You need to understand this when you know this. The I am speaking to you saying, when the son of man, the I am, makes you free, I want you to begin to release today that as I'm sharing with the church, I'm releasing a message of deliverance that the I am, that I am, when he makes you free, the bondage, any kind, whether it was mental bondage, psychological bondage, or attitude bondage, or whatever bondage of anger and revenge, and any kind of bondage that affects your spiritual. I want you to know today that he needs to receive the truth, and the truth shall deliver, liberate you. Because he is, he was, and he always will be who he is. For you, he stands ever present. For you, he stands unchanging and unchangeable. Completely sufficient in himself to accomplish what he wills to accomplish in you and in your life. Oh my God, I'm getting excited with this. When you read the book of Revelation, that's exactly what I'm saying. That's what is in Revelation chapter 1 verse 8. I'm saying, let me repeat what I say. I said, for you, he stands ever present. If I can be able to say it exactly what I said before. He is unchanging for you. He is unchangeable for you. He is completely sufficient in himself, hallelujah, to accomplish what he wills to accomplish in you and in your life. The I am that I am. You shall know the truth and the truth shall Make you free. The day that the Lord has met, he wants his children and his church, his people, to know the truth. The truth from all the myriad of information that is the newspapers, that is on the televisions, whichever channel you're watching, whatever channel you are going to, whatever, all that is different from the truth. If we then read Revelation chapter 1, verse 8, what does it say? Revelation chapter 1 verse 8, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, saith the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. That's him, the one who makes you free, who says you shall know the truth, and he says I am the truth. He is telling you that he is the Alpha and the Omega, he is the A to Z of your life, that everything else that is between the A and the Z is just mere detail. We've read before Exodus. Let me let's go back. We've read before Exodus chapter five, verse one. When we talk about the uh, crossover, let me take you back there so you can begin to see how the the messages are connected. Chapter five, verse one to two. 
Exodus. Exodus chapter 5, verse 1 to 2. And afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast unto me in the wilderness. And Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I know not the Lord, neither will I let Israel go. And they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Let us go, we pray thee, three days' journey into the desert and sacrifice unto the Lord our God. Okay, that's, that's verse 1 and 2. That's verse 1 and 2. For now, because we know the whole story. That's verse 1 and 2. You see that in verse 1, you see the mission of God, the plan of God in your life is stated in verse 1. Then verse 2, you see the opposition of the one who does not want to make you free, the one who doesn't want you to be free. So verse 1, the mission for your for your deliverance, for your breakthrough, is stated by the one, the only one who can set you, who can make you free. And then within that statement, we immediately you see the opposer, the one who is holding you, the one who is holding your progress, the one who is against your success, the one who is who, who is saying even God, if, if, if God is saying you shall make it in 2021, I'm decreeing that you are not going to make it. So God decrees that you are going to make it, and immediately says you are not going to make it. So here is a question. If God has decreed that you are going to make it in 2021, and then you hear the voice of the enemy saying you are not going to make it, I'm going to release you, which voice would you listen to? You have obviously to listen to the voice of your maker and your creator. So you see in that statement, so Pharaoh already created an opposition to say, I'm going to disagree with the truth, because what is in verse 1 of Exodus 5 is the truth, because the what comes out of the mouth of the Lord, that is the truth. And Yeshua says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. When, when Moses heard that statement, when Moses heard God saying, I am who I am, go and tell them I am a sent you, he was relying on the word of truth. And he did not care about the circumstances. If you look at the detail of how the children of Israel were in bondage, were in slavery, the detail was excruciating, the detail was horrible and worrying. It was worse than slavery. So if Moses had wanted to look at the facts, the facts, I'm talking about the difference between truth and fact. When you looked at the way these people were chained, when you looked at physically the might and the power of Pharaoh, he could have said, my goodness, how am I going to do this? But he disregarded those facts and he looked at the truth. And you shall know the truth, the truth shall make you free. And he was being sent by God to be the freedom fighter, to be the freedom fighter on behalf of the children of Israel. And we have our freedom fighter to this day fighting for us. Yeshua HaMashiach himself, the Ruach HaKodesh. So no amount of Pharaoh, no amount of Pharaoh's stubbornness can stop the eventual purpose and plan of God in your life. Hallelujah, somebody. You are destined for Canaan. That's what God said to the seven Moses. You are destined for Canaan. You are destined for the promised land Receive that message to you as a child of God. You have your own promised land, no matter where you are, whether you are in Northern Ireland, whether you are in Scotland, whether you are in South Africa or Zimbabwe or, or Kenya or Malawi. 
wherever you are you have your own promised land that God has given to you in this vision and i want you to receive it disregard what the enemy has said in Exodus chapter 5 verse 2 because you all I say that you need to hold on to what he has said to you in verse 1 mm-hmm. that is the truth and the scripture now says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free if Moses had not held on to that truth he would have failed to get the courage to even go before Pharaoh so when you know somebody say i want to know when you know that he is who he is that is the truth ladies and gentlemen yeshua actually himself went on to make this truth this 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 hidden gem this powerful issue he went on to describe it even further to explain to him and to the jewish people who were there at the time the pharisees were doubting him because they were looking at abraham and he had to say to them look before abraham was i am that's john chapter 8 verse 58 He said before oh, you you he was like you people you are concentrating concentrating on this uh, this issue mm-hmm. but i wanted to know that before abraham was i am in fact read it john 8 verse 58 john chapter 8 verse 58 jesus said unto them verily verily i say unto you before abraham was i am you see you need to understand the i am in him the dream to show that even when God the father was speaking to Moses his the voice of Yeshua was also in there the voice of the holy spirit rock agodesh was also in there because that's the concept of the mystery of the trinity before abraham was i am because the jewish people the pharisees were so much concentrating on their father abraham and missing out the one who is bigger than the father the father of all so he was to explain to them that look is the one who is with you right now i am bigger than abraham before abraham was i am so in other words only the triune god should use the expression i am for the rest of us i want you to know and i've said this in the book, for those of you who have got a copy of the book uh kingdom dynamics and theorems how i pray that the children of agape learn to read those books because many people keep those books in their homes and they just get that dust yet they are they are full of gems of knowledge gem as in like diamonds and gold for the rest of us saying i am is a false claim to self sufficiency and self existence because that's what the i am means so no human being is eternally constant and ever present because that's what the statement i am means when you say i am i'm not saying you can't say because it's a normal phrase of expression but you know the truth now whenever you are saying i am we can only say that i am through him because no human being is eternally constant and ever present mm-hmm. and only the almighty god so therefore strictly speaking we are not qualified to say i am we should rather say am i because we have been reading the scriptures because we watch even the book you read the book you have you find that you'll be surprised how many scriptures the servants of god when they are addressing god they would say am i yeah am i that's the only you only find that in the new in the king james version because they took it exactly the way it was people would struggle to say here i am to god they would say here am i hallelujah somebody because so our only hope is to abandon our i am claims and partake of his sovereignty and self sufficiency so when he then comes to clothe us then maybe you can qualify to say i am because he, he is now in us and surrounding us 
only him there I am. He is the rejected one. He is the one. You see, unless you have gone through some fire, you are not able to get someone out of the fire. Unless you have gone through some tough situations, you are not able to cancel someone when they go through a situation. Are you with me? Sometimes the best, the best, the best counselor, the best, the best person who is qualified to help you is somebody who has been there, done that, and got the teaching. Who will understand your pain? Who will understand your situation? So that's why he is our redeemer, Yeshua Hamashiach, because no one has carried the pain more than him. Only I'm saying to you right now, the I am. He says, "You shall know the truth." It shall make you free. When the Son of Man makes you free, then you are free indeed. That's where our message is. Don't forget that. When we are talking about him, you need to have an understanding of him. He was the one that was rejected. He went through all that pain, all the way to the cross, so that he could suffer the worst kind of situation. So that, you know, no matter what kind of situation you can face as a human being on earth, every situation of man is covered in him. Talk of rejection, for example. There are so many people in this world today who feel rejected. Only him, the rejected one, can come and fix us all. Because we are all a bunch of rejects. We are all a bunch of rejects, if you like. You, if you check the scriptures, he is the only one. He, he had to be rejected first. So that when you now go to him facing rejection, he will understand you. <laughs> he will be able to redeem you because he has overcome it. The only person who can help you out of a situation is someone who has been in it and got out of it successfully. Hallelujah. Some, can you read Psalm 118, verse 22 to 23? The stone which is used has become the headstone of the corner. This is the Lord's doing. It is marvelous in our eyes. So he was the first one to suffer rejection. The stone that the builders rejected. <laughs> and Agape is a vision of jobbons, people who may have been disregarded by the world. For your, no matter how many, how, whichever way you may be feeling rejection, because like I'm, I'm, I'm saying, and I'm going to say it further, we are all a bunch of rejects. That's why we needed the rejected one to fix us. It says it's the same thing you said in Isaiah chapter 53, from verses 1 to 6. I was going to not to read these scriptures because I, thought, I know you know them, but for the sake of understanding, let's just read them quickly. Then it pass on. 53 verse 1 to 6. We see how much Christ, what 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 Psalm, what David, King David is he saying in 118 verse 22. He's talking about the same guy. He's talking about our Redeemer. The stone that the builders rejected, but it has become the major stone. Look what he says in 53 verse 1 to 6. That's in Isaiah. Isaiah 53. Who hath believed our report? And who is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He hath no form of comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. And we hid it as it were our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs, and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. All we like... Can you imagine that? Okay, go on. 
We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Imagine they are talking about Yeshua, our Savior. That's why he qualified to be our Savior. Because he was despised. He was rejected by people. He knew, he knows what rejection is. If you are feeling like that, if anyone is feeling, that's why he's the only one who can claim, who can say, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And the truth here is the sure Hamashiach himself because he decreed and they say, I am the truth. When the world rejects you, when the world rubbishes you, when the world says stuff about you on social media, especially these days, don't worry about their record. Because what that is on the social media or anywhere else on your phone, it's just facts. And I'm going to explain that in a minute so that you know the difference between the facts and the truth. Hallelujah. The same issue, Hamashiach, he was rejected but exalted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was rejected <laughs> to redeem the rejected and the abandoned. Are you with me? He was rejected but exalted so that he could redeem the rejected and the abandoned. Mm. We find that we shared that scripture, First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 to 29, where it shows you that he chose the foolish things of this world. People who regard you as foolish, people who think you are a nobody or a nothing, yet he picked you to be a, a, a son of God, a child of God in the vision. Yet he picked you to be a leader in the vision, whatever title you may carry. You know, he says to confound the world, to the, the things, <laughs> my goodness. Amen. Do you remember Amen. the scripture, First Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 to 29? Okay, in case some of have forgotten, can you read it, my son, quickly? Can we please first Corinthians chapter one, verse twenty-six to twenty-nine? For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and the base things of the world, and the things which are despised, hath God chosen, yea, and the things which are not, to bring to naught the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. Hallelujah. <laughs> But you see how he, being the rejected one, is coming to you now to say, don't worry about how they can laugh at you. How can how can they say things about you being in agape and whatever title you hold? It is confirmed in First Corinthians chapter one, verse twenty-six to twenty-nine. So we are saying the rejected one, him being the one who was rejected. But even the Bible says, because of this, God exalted him and gave him a name that is above your name. Because of the rejection, because of the humiliation that he suffered on the cross. He went through things that no matter who you are, wherever you are, no one has gone through more than what he has gone through. And I'll say to you, whatever you are going through, or whatever you shall go through, he has already gone through it and he has already overcome. 
therefore, he's the only one who is qualified to redeem you. That's the reason, oh my goodness, I wish I had more time for this. That's the reason why when the people were expecting a Messiah of a kind in the scriptures, you are not going to be arrested because of time. But the Bible says that he came into the city of Jerusalem riding instead of any horse, which was a symbol of power and authority, he came riding on a donkey. The same statement is being released that the one who is rejected is confirming that, okay, you do not accept me, not reject me, so I come as a single person. So that's the same Jesus Yeshua HaMashiach is doing to this day. He is busy riding on the rejected one. He is busy riding on the ones that are despised by society. The ones who are despised, the people can laugh at you, but Yeshua HaMashiach is riding you. You may be a donkey, but the people are not interested. The important thing is not who you are, but who you are carrying. So he suffered rejection. So he can deal with us, the rejected ones. So he can deal with us. You know, that's why you find only him can fix us when you are rejected. So no matter how how you feel, receive the word. This is the truth you are receiving today. And he says you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. We are all a bunch of rejects, like I've already said. We depend. We all depend on rejects for for your information. We all depend on rejects. We all live on rejects. We all rely on rejects. You, 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 you want me to clarify that? If you are a married person, you know, you are lucky. You are lucky if the person you married was a virgin, male or female. It doesn't happen a lot. It means the person you married, male or female, you were not the first person they met. So that person has been rejected by others before you pick that person to be the one for you. A bunch of rejects who all depend on rejects, rely on rejects. You can buy a car, but normally there are very few people who can afford a brand new car. But in most cases, people buy second-hand cars, but they will tell people, I've got a new car. It's a reject. Someone rejected it and dropped it in the, in the garage so that someone can take it. We all rely on rejects. We all live in rejects, even in their houses. Most times someone has sold the house, built the house, lived there for a few years, moves on, and somebody else buys it. For them, it's a new house. But it's not brand new. It's a reject. Somebody rejected that house and left it for somebody else to take over. Whether you are living in a rented accommodation, I can assure you there was a day that you went in, someone had to leave that place. Somebody rejected it and, and left for you to take it as new. We are all a bunch of rejects living with rejected things. Even for a job. In most cases, you can apply for a job. The reason why you are applying for that job, the reason why there is a vacancy is because somebody rejected that job. Somebody left it. And for you, it becomes a new job. We are all enjoying rejects. Life is a life of rejects. Very few of us can afford the new things. But we rely on rejects a lot. We live on rejects every day. The reason why this happens is because so whenever you feel rejected, whenever you feel that you are relying on rejects, yes, guess what? The good news is the truth is that the one who was rejected in the first place before you, the biggest reject of them all is your redeemer. <laughs> so only in the I am are we truly, can we truly be MI? Our fullness our greatness, our full potential can only be realized when we surrender ourselves to the only creator, the one and only, the real I am. That is our faith, ladies and gentlemen. That's our faith. 
I will say it again. Our fullness, our greatness, our full potential can only be realized when we surrender ourselves to the only great one, the real I am. That, ladies and gentlemen, is our faith in capital letters, F-A-I-T-H. That's what you find in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 to 8, which says that for you, what is faith? Faith, when you to, to, to believe that God is. And you read it in case some people don't know. Because when you now understand that he is the I am who is your maker and your creator, he says, I am the one who makes you free. That is faith when you believe that. Hebrews 11, 6 to 8. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah... By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Abraham. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out to a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing whether he went. Heroes of faith, as they are called in scripture. Why are they heroes of faith? Because they believed like Moses. When the I am says a word, when the I am speaks, what he says is valid. What he says stays, hallelujah. What he says stays, hallelujah. What he says remains, hallelujah. Because he is the I am. And the faith is believing that he is who he is. So the two heroes of faith that are mentioned here, Noah and Abraham, they applied that Yeshua Hamashiach said, what he said in John chapter 8, verse 32 and 36. They applied that. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Abraham applied that. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Noah applied that. And they became free. And they were free also because of them. So the truth made these guys free. The truth guaranteed their destiny and their heritage. Irrespective of personal circumstances that were dictating otherwise. Do you know that? For both guys, for, the, for both these heroes, there were personal circumstances that some of you know in scripture that were dictating the opposite. That's why they are mentioned in this chapter of faith. Because they believed the truth as opposed to the facts. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. These heroes of faith, they believed in the one who is. They knew and believed the I am. And the rest, as they say, is history. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Yeshua HaMashiach, as we have seen from the scripture, he is the truth. When the truth makes you free, the Bible says, you are free indeed. Yeshua HaMashiach declares that when I make you free, the I am makes you free, then you are free indeed. And the truth, for your own information, oh my goodness, the truth is also the word of God. That's what is revealed to John in John chapter 1 verse 3. Can you read it? John chapter 1, 1 to 3. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. 
all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Did you read verses 14 to 17 of the same chapter? And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth, who bear witness of him, and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that came after me is preferred before me, for he was before me. And of this, sorry, and of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. There you go. The law was given by Moses, but grace and truth comes by him because he is the truth and he is the word, as is explained in chapter uh, chapter chapter one, verse three. The word, <laughs> the, the, the son. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God, and that word became flesh, and the word is him. You know what scripture, I'm getting excited. The truth, he says, when the son of man sets you free, you are free indeed. The son of man, you shall know the truth, and he is the truth, he is the word. I'm putting in a Masotakora theorem here, another term. Yeshua Hamashiach is the truth equals the word. So Yeshua Hamashiach equals the truth. Because the word, write that in your notebook is my theorem, number whatever. I've written so many theorems. Yeshua Hamashiach equals the truth, equals the word. So, he says, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. In his prayer for the saints himself, Yeshua, his prayer for the church, in the real, or what I call the actual Lord's prayer, which is in John chapter 17. The Lord Yeshua Hamashiach himself, the incarnate truth, what did he say? Sorry to be giving you so many scriptures, but scriptures help you to understand the message. What did he say? He is the incarnate truth. Let us hear what he says in John chapter 17, verse 17. John 17, 17, hallelujah. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. Let's say it again. Sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. You see, that Master theorem that I've just given to you, that he is the truth, he is the word, and he, he is, he says, sanctify them by the truth. That means when you have him in you, when you have Yeshua Hamashiach in, inside of you, when he, you respond to his invitation, he says, come unto me. When you go to him, instead of him coming to you. When you go to him and he takes you over completely, the truth is now in you. He sanctifies you with the truth. He says, my word is the truth. He is the truth. The word of God is the truth. Hallelujah. So it is only through the word that we are sanctified because the word is the truth. Because the word equals the truth. And you shall know the truth. In other words, you shall know the word, and the word shall make you free. So the truth makes you free. Unfortunately, here I'm coming now, the world offers the opposite of the truth. The world offers the opposite of the truth. truth. The world offers fake truths. The world offers facts. The word of God offers truth. The world 
offers facts. But brothers and sisters, facts are not truth. This is where I'm finishing up. This is the key point. Facts are not truth. Scripture, the Bible says, Yeshua Hamashiach himself decreed, you shall know the truth, not the facts. But we in this world, we are so much surrounded with the facts. We miss the truth. That's why God said that you share this message of deliverance as we go into the year 2021. This is the, the last day of the year. Facts are not the truth. I know they say facts are stubborn and for sure they are stubborn. <laughs> That's why people say that because people, the world is now surrounded by facts so the world is ruled by facts. Because the enemy does not want them to concentrate on the truth. The enemy does not want to know John chapter 8 verse 32, which says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. The enemy wants the world to know facts and to concentrate on the facts. And so they come up with a justification why they concentrate on the facts. They will tell you, I have to look at the facts because facts are stubborn. Facts may be stubborn, ladies and gentlemen, but they will never be the truth. Pharaoh, as we have mentioned in Exodus uh, chapter 5, and before pharaoh may have been stubborn those were the facts he was presenting his own facts but moses and the children of israel had the truth with them they were on the side of the i am the side of the truth and indeed they were made free that's why after 10 plagues no matter how much the enemy tried to stop them eventually they were made free because the truth was with them Pharaoh wanted to, to set them free. <laughs> now I come in. Pharaoh did not want them to, to be made free. He wanted to set them free. Pharaoh did not want them to be... Pharaoh did not like John chapter 8 verse 32. He says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Pharaoh didn't like John chapter 8 verse 36, which says, when the son of man sets you free, Yeshua Mashiach, then you are, when the son of man makes you free, then you are free indeed. He wanted to set free, not make free. And you see the influence of the enemy, satanic influences in the translations of scriptures. If you see in Exodus chapter 8, you understand what I'm saying, that Pharaoh did not want the children of God to rely on the truth when God says, let my people go, that's to be made free. He says, no, I don't want them to be made free, but I'm happy to set them free. What do I mean? Read Exodus chapter 8, verse, 25, verse 28. And Pharaoh said, I will let you go, that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. Only you shall not go very far away. Entreat for me. Hey, listen to that. I don't want you to be made free. I want to set you free. I want you to be set free. Which means you can go, but don't go far. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh -huh. he, and in other words, he was saying, I want you, the children of Israel, to remain like a kite in my hand. I will release you for a bit. You can fly for a while. But hey, when I think you've gone far enough, I bring you back. Just go only, don't far. You can go, but don't go far. So when you are set free like a kite, you are free for a moment, but you are not really free. That's why verse 36 says, when the Son of Man sets you free, then you are free 
indeed. That's where it's bacana. You need to be free indeed when you are made free. But when you are set free, you are not free indeed. You only go, but you can only go so far. Set free, like I've said before, it's like pigeons. They are free for a while, but they return very quickly into captivity. Do you know one thing? Is, yeah, 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 yeah. Pharaoh also suggested that they go, but they actually not just go far, but he also even suggested that when they go, they should leave their world and leave their children. Imagine. These are the conditions that the enemy sets on our, when we use the word set you free. Because he says, you shall know the truth. That's the other revelation, the other translations. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. In other words, they are in agreement with Pharaoh who says, don't go far. They are in agreement with Pharaoh who says, if you go, leave your children with me. They are in agreement with Pharaoh who said, if you go, leave your wealth here. You think I'm kidding? You think I'm, I'm joking? Uh, go back into Exodus chapter 10, verse 7 to 11, and you read what he said. Now mm -hmm. we've already seen in, verse, in chapter 8, verse 28, he said, don't, you can go, but don't go far. And Pharaoh's servants said unto him, how long shall this man be a snare unto us? Let them go, that they may serve the Lord their God. Knowest thou not, yet that Egypt is destroyed? And Moses and Aaron went and talked to Pharaoh again, and he said unto them, Go, serve the Lord your God. But who are they that they shall go? And Moses said, We will go with our young, with our old, and with our sons, and with our daughters, with our flocks, and with our herds, we will go. But we must hold a feast unto the Lord. You see, the importance of being with your Moses. Because if you are led by someone else other than Moses, because it is only Moses who received the truth, and it is only Moses who held on to the truth. But he knew that the, the, the Pharaoh and his people will want fake news. They want to set you free rather than make you free. So you are suggesting, as if it's a nice suggestion, that you can go, but don't go far, number one. You can go, but you can leave your children and your wealth. And Moses responded and says, we are not going to do that. Thank God for the servant of God who knows the truth. That's why it's important to go yonder with your father and not with anybody else. Because it is only the Moses who received the statement, go tell my people, let my people go. It is only Moses. Aaron was not even there, although he was called now to help. Here's the problem. When Aaron become, becomes thick-headed, Remember, when God says, I am who I am, I sent you, he was not talking to Aaron and Moses. He was talking to the servant of God, Moses. He's the one who received the message. Check it again in Exodus chapter 10, the same chapter, verse 24 to 26. What is, what is the Pharaoh suggesting? And Pharaoh called unto Moses and said, Go ye, serve the Lord, only let your flocks and your herds be stayed, and let your little ones also go with you. And Moses said, Thou must give us also sacrifices and burnt offerings, that we may sacrifice unto the Lord our God. You see, we need the servant of God, the real one, the original visionary, who received the vision, because he knows the difference between the truth and the fake news. He was now suggesting that you may go, but leave your children. You may go, but leave your wealth. You leave animals, leave everything. Yet God is saying, I want them to go so that they can sacrifice for me. How, how are they going to sacrifice when, you, when they leave their world with you? 
You see, that's the hidden message there. That's why many people are in the church, but they don't want to release their offerings. They don't, they don't want to receive, to release their cattle, their wealth, because they left their wealth and their offerings and their cattle with Pharaoh. You see, the people don't mind blowing money on a weekend with friends, etc. But they grumble with when offering time comes in the church. That's mm. a confirmation that those people were set free. They are just there. They went away from Pharaoh, but he said to them, leave your money with me. Leave your wealth with me. So they struggle to give it to God. You see, those people who are still doing this to this day, you still have people who are in the church. And if, if, I don't understand this, that someone who has been a child of God for two years, three years, or even one week or three, or even more, you can hear them still struggling with the issue of tithes and offering. Yet it is God's plan to prosper, to prosper the person. You hear someone who has been in church for many years still saying, I'm still struggling with this area. You need to know the truth today because it means you may have left Egypt, but you left your world to Pharaoh. People like that, they don't mind blowing their money on anything. They don't mind spending a weekend and doing a coach coach. They don't mind spending a weekend, you know. You've heard even in, the, in Africa where people would go to the pub, a man would receive salary today, go to the pub and eat, drink, and eat meat, which is cooked at the corner by the people who would do that. But his children are suffering at home. He blows out because he's, he's set free for a while. He went away. He can even come to church, but he's in the church, but his world stayed with Pharaoh. You see, some people are in the church, they love, they, they, they didn't love God. But the problem is, they are not, they've not been in this vision where they receive the truth. They are still reading the fake translations, which say, the Son of Man shall set you free. And I'm telling you today, the truth is, him who said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And verse 36 of John 8 says, when the Son of Man, therefore, shall make you free. He doesn't set you free. Somebody say, I'm not set free, I'm made free. Because the people who are in the church and they are still saying they are set free, they are still struggling. The reason why they are still struggling with tithes and offerings and even attending church and all the other things, because they are reading the fake translations which tell them that no, you are not made free, you are set free. So they are okay. But we thank God that in this vision, in our family, we are going when you're going yonder with your father, the real Moses and the Joshua of the vision, you are made free. Because Pharaoh wanted the children of God to go, but leave it. Leave. He wanted them to go, but leave their wealth with him. Huh? 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 How can you suggest that? But, so you need to see the depth of the scripture. So I will say this to you, and I've said this before. If he is not your Lord over all, not your lord at all if he is not your lord over all your cattle all your animals and all your children he is not your lord at all because you have gone without it you have left your property with the pharaoh but we thank god that in this vision we understand scripture when yeshua hamashiach himself says you shall know the truth and today you are knowing the truth and the truth guess what is in the process is making you free right now 
And yeah, that we read the King James Version. That's what I use. I can read other versions for reference to double check certain things because there are sometimes when they can make it easier and maybe a bit clarify. But as long as they don't translate in a way that distorts the truth, I'll be happier if the translations were making the meaning clearer. But they would have used the word make, but why change it to set free? The original, with the original message, instructed by the original messenger of God. Oh my God, I like this. So we are therefore not set free. We are made free. Permanento. We know who we are. That's why there's a singer in Nigeria who says, I'm, I'm not who I am. You know the song? You know, you know that song. You can sing that in your heart right now, but for the sake of time, you know, I know who I am. You, do you really know who you are in Christ? Do you really know who you are? He's now saying to you, when he sets you, when he makes you free, you are free. You can even see that I'm struggling because the church for many years has taught me the wrong thing. The church for many years has taught me that when the Son of Man sets you free, you are free indeed. You can see that even my tongue, is, it brings this set free now and again. Because over the years, over the years, can you imagine? Over the years, the teaching in the church and it's to, to this day, many other teachers in the church are using the word set free instead of make free. No wonder the church, many church, they are in the church, but they are in bondage. They are in the church, but they need deliverance. You wonder how how does it end up that you should be delivered? Because you are in the church, but you have been set free, not made free. But scripture now says, ladies and gentlemen, when the Son of Man Yeshua Hamashiach makes you free, you are free indeed. Somebody shout, that's me. Yeah. Only the truth makes you free. But to be free, you have to know the truth. The world offers us facts, the word offers us truth. Say it together with me. Okay, as a way of putting this to, to finality, let's look at a little table, if you can put it in your mind. You can have on, on one side facts, and on, left, on the right-hand side, the truth. And I'll give you a few examples. Let's talk about sickness. It's a natural thing that happens to anyone. Let's talk about disease. It's a natural thing that happens to anyone. Let's talk about pain. We all suffer that. Is that true? Does that happen? Does that happen that once in a while you fall sick? Does that happen that once in a while you have a disease in your body? Some even sometimes I'm speaking to you now. Some of you have a, a disease that a doctor has confirmed in your spirit, in your body. And so once in a while you feel pain in your body. So therefore, once in a while you take tablets. Some of you right now are taking medication daily. Some of what some of you have got different colors and different types of of tablets. Different colors, different kinds, different types. Some are round, some are oblong, some are yellow, some are pink. They are all there in your bag somewhere. But you know what? According to the message of the day today, all those are facts. That's a fact you are sick. That's a fact that you have got those painkillers, whatever it is, or all the kinds of medication that you have in your bag. Somebody say those are facts. Facts. Okay. doesn't say. You shall know the facts and the facts shall make you free. Does it say that? But we rely on these facts every day when you take the tablets. These are facts. Oh my goodness, when you drink the water, you drink it like you are drinking wine from heaven, putting tablets in you. These are facts. You can even be admitted into hospital with a sickness and a pain. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying to you today, just acknowledge that as a fact. It's not the truth. Because Christ Yeshua said, you shall know the truth, not the facts. 
and the truth shall make you free. Now, with sickness and disease and pain and all the medication you are taking and all the confirmation of the pain and the sickness and the disease in your body, all that, those are facts. You want to know the truth? Yes. Isaiah 53 verse 5. By his stripes, I am healed. Are we together? The facts are there. I can see the tablets. I can see the medication. I can see it and I'm taking it every day and I can feel the pain. But I'm saying to you from today, be delivered. In your mind's eye, in your spiritual mind, don't contemplate so much on that fact. Those are just facts. But begin to say, even as I take this tablet, even as I take this medication, these are just facts. But the truth is, by the stripes of Yeshua Hamashiach, I am healed. Yeah, 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 yeah. You may have the medication, you may have the tablets taken daily, but look at Malachi chapter 4, verses 1 to 2. Those are the, that's the truth. That he will come with healing in his wings. Hallelujah, somebody. You may have the medication, you may be taking it right now, as I'm speaking to you, the majority, 99% of the people that I listen to my voice right now, you are taking tablets daily mm. for something in your body. And I want you to know today that the message has come to deliver you to be, so that you can be made free. The message is saying, don't worry about those effects. They are just facts. But the truth is in Isaiah 53 verse 5, Malachi chapter 4 verse 1, and Exodus chapter 15 verse 26, when the Lord says, I am the Lord that healeth thee. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Not the facts. You may be sick. There is pain. Yes, those are facts. We don't deny the facts. Yes, they say the facts are stubborn. But the truth is delivering. The truth is liberating. Facts are stubborn, but the truth liberates. I like that. I just received that now. Facts are stubborn, but the truth liberates. Let me give you another example. Your physical appearance. There are so many people I've shared this before. People, I get surprised when people worry about someone saying that you are too tall, you are too short. People are, there are so many people out there who are not happy <laughs> about something on their body. Imagine, God made you the way you are. The Lord made you the way you are. Whatever size you are. But somebody comes and says you, you are too short. You are short. You are too short. And it bothers you for the rest of your life. Somebody will come and say to you, you are, you are too big. You are too small. You are too this. And some people look at aspects of their body. My nose is too small. My nose is too big. My toes are too small. There is nothing too big or too small on you. Those are just facts. You are concentrating on the facts. The truth is in Psalm 139 verse 14. I'm offering you the difference between the facts and the truth. How the facts are so stubborn that they make you to, they make you to override the truth. Can you read the truth in Psalm 139 verse 14? For anyone who is worried about any part of their body. God is delivering people right now. I'm talking to you. God is you to look at the fact that the enemy was causing you to look at the envelopes in your home, the envelopes in your office. God is showing you right now that there are so many brown envelopes that people have received, which are full of facts. But that's not the truth. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and thy soul knowest right well. My goodness, just read that. 
when you go home, read that again. If for anyone who has ever been worried about any part of their body, you are concentrating on the facts, but the facts does not make you free. Uh -huh. Do not make you free. The truth, which is the word of God, Psalm 139, 14 to 16, that's what liberates you. That's what makes you free. And the scripture says, you shall know the truth. And today you are knowing the truth because the Bible says, how can they know it until a preacher is sent? Mm -hmm. How can they know mm -hmm. until somebody goes explained? Mm -hmm. So I'm coming mm -hmm. as the messenger of God to let the church be delivered because you need to be set free in your mind. It's a, the enemy plays mental games with us. He may, plays mental games with our eyes. You see things, the thing that you see, and that maybe that's the reason why God does not allow you to see your eyes. I accept you go on a mirror, but just looking around, you cannot see your eyes. The eyes can see things, but you cannot see them. <laughs> For too long, you have been troubled by the facts in your house. Your house is full of facts. Facts, facts, facts. But the word of God says today, you need to rely on his word, the truth. The truth shall make you free. Amen. Let's talk about, um, let, uh, I've talked about physical appearances. You know, people say you are ugly. No one should ever use that word on you. No one should ever think that any part of their body is wrong. Because if, I will tell you one thing now. If, if God knew that there was a standard size for breasts, or a standard size for ears, or a standard size for noses, Everybody would be having the same the same size mm -hmm. of ear or not, but because God knew that there is power in the variety, so everything that God made, everything, whether it's tall or it's short, it's big or it's small, whatever it is, as long as it is the way God made it, it is what it is, and you should rejoice in the truth that God you are fearfully and wonderfully. Hallelujah, somebody. Let's talk about offenses. These are things that happen on a daily basis. You can feel offended. People can offend you today. People in the church can offend you. People outside the church can offend you. People in your family can offend you. People outside of your family can offend you. People at your place of work can offend you. Offenses are everywhere. Offense, 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 offense. You find them everywhere. But guess what? According to the message of the day, those are just facts. The facts may be there, but we are not delivered by facts. The Bible says, we shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Hallelujah. So, let's look at the whole subject of offenses. There are so many other scriptures that can cover it. But what is the truth now? What is the truth? My brother is offending My sister is, open, is offending me. And you can use the term brother or sister as a reference to people in and outside of the church. There are people in the church who can offend you big time. It's called offense. There are people in your home who can offend you big time. It's no matter which way, whoever is offending you, I had to say this in Shona for, for the Buera people here. When it comes to being offended, you know, you, 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 can, you can look at the facts. Yes, someone has offended you. But that's, those are just facts, my brothers. The scripture says, you shall know the truth. And the truth is in Psalm 119, verse 165. Can you read it? Psalm 119, verse 165. Great is her to love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Yeah, I wanted to mark that word today. Great peace, not a small peace. 
That's why sometimes I appreciate the apostles in Zimbabwe. At least they would come and say Rugare, but after saying Rugare, then they say, ah, what does that mean now? You tell me what Rugare, 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 okay, now I'm Rugare, I've received the peace. Then the next thing you are like, ah, you are like this. Now, the scripture now says, Psalm 119, verse 165, great peace. Somebody say, I have great peace. Somebody say, I receive great peace. That is the truth. Somebody say, I disregard the facts. My brother may have offended me, that's a fact. Say it with me. Say it with me. God is delivering the church right now. God is delivering. Say it with me. My brother may have offended me, but that's a fact. My sister may have offended me, but that's a fact. My pastor may have offended me, but that's a fact. My father may have offended me, but that's a fact. My mother may have offended me, but that's a fact. My husband may have offended me, but that's a fact. My wife may have offended me, but that's a fact. I have received offense from social media, but those are just facts. But the word says, I shall know the truth, and the truth makes me free. Make me free. And the truth is, in spite of what is going on around me, I have great peace. And nothing, nothing shall offend me. I want you to receive that. Nothing, nothing is one word, but it's two words in one. It's one word, but it's two words. Nothing means no thing shall offend you. That's what the word of God is saying. That is the truth I want you to receive today. The facts are there, but the world has caused many people to concentrate on the facts. Yes, the facts are stubborn. And as long as you can continue to concentrate on the facts that are presented to you by the world, you will remain in bondage. You remain in pain. But God of Agape has sent me with a delivering message for the people of God today that instead of concentrating on that heap of facts, those are just facts, my brother. Those are just facts, my sister. But the facts will not set you free. The facts, sorry, the facts will not make you free. The facts will not make you free. The truth will make you free. And the truth is in Psalm 119, verse 165. And there are many other scriptures that talk about that. That can I'm just giving you a, 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 a glimpse of the truth. Hallelujah. I'm just dissecting that scripture for you. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That's our anchor scripture. Anchor scripture. It doesn't say you shall know the facts, and the facts shall make you you free. But the problem is that we continue to rely on the facts because the world hammers on the facts so much. The world, you go to, you go home, you read it on social media, the facts are there. You open your own phone, you bought your own phone, you bought your own phone, and you are happy to have, but then somebody is sending facts on your phone, things that are just offending you. When they come on your phone, you're like, after all, after all, this is my phone, and you are sending stuff like this, but nothing shall offend me. That's a fact. That's a truth. When you rely on the word of God like that, you'll be surprised. While everyone else is not happy, you'll be happy. That's why the Bible also says another truth. It says he is the one who gives you uh, peace that passes all understanding. That's the truth. You need to know the truth today as opposed to from the facts. Okay, let's talk about another aspect, which and I'll finish in a few minutes. 
hopelessness. People mm-hmm. have lost hope. People don't. You can have. You have lost hope on this. You have lost hope on that. Yet it can be any area of life where you have lost hope. It may be jobs. It may be a marriage. It may be anything. It may be your family. It may be issues to do with your personal life. You may have been losing hope. But the, you are looking at the facts. You are concentrating on the facts so far. But here they are delivering word today. Because those are facts. The facts will not make you free, my brother. The facts will not make you free, my sister. Because the scripture says you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. And there is a difference between facts and truth. You may be lost. You may be, you have lost hope. Look at the scripture, Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. He tells you that he, the very person we are talking about, Yeshua Hamashiach, is the hope of glory. That's the truth. Colossians chapter 1, verse 27. You can look at Romans chapter 15, verse 18. He talks about him as the God of hope. That, that he wants you to abound in hope. Hallelujah, somebody. That is the truth. You can look at Joel chapter 3, verse 16. It tells you how those who have lost hope, we concentrate not on the facts of hope, which gives you hopelessness, but the truth which gives you hope. Hallelujah. I can move on. Talking about the facts, you are feeling discouraged. So many things have happened in your life, in your personal life around you. You feel so discouraged. Yes, that happens in life. Life happens, ladies and gentlemen. And I can tell you, like other people say, life happens and sometimes life sucks. To use the language of the people. But when people say that, they are concentrating on the facts of life. Yes, they can say, yes, I'm telling you, this is a fact. This is a fact anyway. These are facts, but from today you tell them, yes, those may be the facts, but guess what? I've got the truth on my side. Somebody shout hallelujah. You may have lost, you are feeling discouraged because of the things that are happening. Instead of you concentrating on the facts that are around you, look at Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. It's a common scripture. Trust in the Lord your God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, you shall. And you will direct your paths. That's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. You are feeling discouraged. Yes, that's a fact. You can tell me, you can say, I've got the evidence of what this person has done to me and done to me. All the evidence you can present, that's why they call it evidence anywhere. In, in anywhere can, but those are just facts. I'm not going to rely on the facts. I've got the facts now, thank you. Now I want to know the truth. The truth is trust in the Lord your God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding because your own understanding is influenced by the world. Your own understanding is the opposite of scripture. So the scripture now says, do not lean on your own understanding. For people in Zimbabwe, you can hear me, but that's what you heard people singing is another song. And say, ah, na, amayangu viba, na Jehovah, amayangu ureje, kusenda mira, banjere, chapo. Because the Bible are numbered with you. You shall know the facts and the facts shall make you free. 
Bible says, you shall know the truth, and what is the truth? Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord your God with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. He says, in all your ways, not just one of the ways. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Yeah. The facts will keep you in the mud, but yeah. when you look at the truth, the truth makes you free. Trust in the Lord your God and lean not on your understanding. You are even on the deathbed. You can imagine. I want you to know this truth. When you are on the deathbed, let us learn from the servant of God himself, David. Mm-hmm. When he was at the point of death, he was in the intensive care unit where the doctors had given him two days to live. Do you know what? The fact was it a fact that the King David was in hospital? It's also a fact that there was a doctor who was coming to attend to him. It's a fact, isn't it? In those days. It's also a fact that he was receiving, he was having to be fed something to eat. You know, it's very funny. The funny thing about sickness is because when you are not well, you find someone is being even tempted, persuaded to eat a banana. You have to force all your banana. Just say banana. You fail to finish a banana. But because you are on the deathbed, even eating a banana is too much for you. Even drinking soup is too much. You have to find someone to support you. That's why in the UK, in England, in other parts of the world, the, the system, the industry of carers is, is flourishing. People are caring for people who cannot care for themselves. Day by day, they are facing death. They've lost hope, those people. But that's because they've not heard this message. Let them learn from David. He was in the same situation in a ward. He was dying. He was on the deathbed. That's when he wrote Psalm 118, verse 17. He says, I shall not die, <laughs> but I shall live and declare the works oh, yeah. of the Lord. The moment he concentrated on the truth, yes, the facts were there. He was in hospital. The facts were there. He was sick. The facts were there. The doctor had confirmed that he was going to die. Those were the facts. But he says, uh-uh, I know John chapter 8, verse 32. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So instead of relying on the facts while I'm lying on bed here, I want to look at the truth. What does the truth say? And I'm going to say it now. And I'm saying the same thing to you. Whenever you hear of a loved one lying in bed, when you yourself end up in bed for some reason, when they say you are sick, you are sick, you are sick, don't receive the message of death in your mind, but begin to say those are the facts. When they show you what the doctors have said, when they tell you the statistics that everyone who has, who has suffered from the same disease you have is going to die or has died, those are the facts. But begin to look at the truth. Psalm 118 verse 17. I shall not die, but I shall live and declare the works of the Lord. Some will shout hallelujah, planning. What can I do? Don't need because I'm going to when I want to share this with Let the truth sink into your system today. When you look at the truth, shoot at the facts with the truth. That's the way I'm saying it now. Shoot at the facts. Let the truth be arrows that you point at the facts every day. Whether there's a dark envelope in the house, it doesn't matter how many brown envelopes that are talking about your your health, it doesn't matter how many appointments you have for 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 for, for surgeries or for operations, For it doesn't matter how many appointments you have in your diary. I am telling you, there are there, there, it doesn't matter, there are facts. But I've taught you the truth today. 
you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Things may happen that may cause you to face an uncertain future. That's why we need Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1. When your future is uncertain, those are the facts. But faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You cannot see it. You don't have it with you now. But begin to trust God. Begin to believe God. Look at the truth and the truth makes you free. Are you with me? You may be stingy. People are stingy. You have a short hand. People don't want to release. They are still like those people who were set free by, by Pharaoh. He says, let them go, but let them not go far. Mm-hmm. Let them go, but let, their, let them live their wealth with me. Let them live their things with me. So they are struggle. But you know, if you are in such a begin to, if you were like that from today, begin to know the truth. Because the truth says in Luke chapter 6, verse 38, give, it will come back to you. Release it, it will come back to you. That's what God says. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall deliver it. Hallelujah. Look at the Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24 to 25. It talks about those who scatter. <laughs> it appears they are scattering, but if they attempt to increase, and those who withhold, <laughs> they lose out. Look at the word of God and just begin to say from today, uh-uh, I don't care about the things that are around me. I'm just going to scatter. I'm just going to scatter. Just scatter. Just scatter. Yeah. The truth says, those who scatter, they shall be in abundance. Don't rely on the on the chiva and the shakumush. What does that mean? <laughs> the, the, the people in the Africa, in Zimbabwe can be told such things. And the chawa and abati sisa, mutima or pikavi. Number one, number two, here's the contradiction of those people who rely on those things. One of them says, chawa and abati Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just addressing the church in Zimbabwe right now. I'm just addressing the, the very people in Zimbabwe right now. They understand this language. I do it for them sometimes. Chao and Abati see some, you know, because that's what they say. Since we the funny thing is, they say that, then, Now, which one should I follow? Don't tell us, but the word of God says, release it, then you are set free. When you are made free, you are able to give. It will come back to you. Hallelujah, somebody. Mm-hmm. When you are sick, when you are suffering from poverty, Joel chapter 3 says, verse 10, it actually says, let the weak say, I am strong. Yes. That's the word of God. Don't just say, I'm feeling weak. Don't just say, oh, do what, what. Don't just, don't just concentrate on the facts. So, what about that is giving me this message to deliver people? Because so many times we are troubled by the facts. Yes, it's really poor. It's really poor. Ziri poor, we're not saying they're not there. Those are facts, man. But the facts have to be, even if they want to be stubborn, they cannot be stubborn when they are faced with the truth, man. It is the first same person when you are feeling poverty and sickness and whatever. In First Samuel chapter 2, verse 7, he is, the Bible says he's the one who makes you poor. He makes the poor poor. He makes the rich rich. He, he can make you rich too. He can do that. Hallelujah. Just begin to see. The word of God says, I can do all things. In scripture, in life, someone will tell you that you can't, you can't do this. Ah, I want to do this. No, you can't do that. How many of you have heard it? People are saying that. I, 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 I want to do this. You have your dream. You've got something that you want to achieve. You want to achieve. But someone will just come and say, you can't. Ah, you cannot be. You are an African. 
you are bled, you are too this, you are too that. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Ah, his scripture says, I can do all things. That's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. They can say, oh, you can't because you failed your O-levels. You can't because you don't have A-levels. You can't, those are, they show you, and then you begin to see your, your O-level, your O-level certificate, you name or you, and you don't have A, you don't have C's, you don't have D's. Yes, the reason why you keep losing the jobs, because you are listening to the facts. From today, begin to look at the, 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 the facts. Yes, the, your O-level certificate says you didn't get an A in this one, you didn't get an A in this one. The world may demand that. But the truth is that you begin to say, oh, I may have a levels that are like this. I may have results that are like this, but I'm a child of God. I'm a child of promise. I'm a child of the kingdom. I can do all things through Christ. Yeshua, sure I'm who strengthens me. I'm going to make, I'm going to get my job. This job is mine. And we say, you will not be shocked. You will not be surprised when they say, ah, we found you to be the best candidate. You shall know the truth because you can do. When they say you can't, you say I can. Because that's what the Bible says. You shall know, you can do, I can do all things through Christ. Yeshua, Hamashiach, who strengthens me. When you are feeling lonely, when you are feeling fearful, ah, that's the truth. You are feeling lonely on your own. You know, I'm now winding up. Hallelujah. Fear not. Hallelujah. It says in Isaiah 41 verse 10. And he actually says, fear not for I am with thee. The Lord your God is with you. That's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry about the fear. Don't fear fear. Don't fear fear. Because fear can present you facts. And the facts are stubborn. But when you are presented with facts, ladies and gentlemen, you need to know on this message today. Facts are not truth. The truth is, fear not, he says. For I am the Lord that, that is with thee. He says, I'll be with you whithersoever thou goest. In First Peter chapter 5, verse 7, he says, cast, cast your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Mm-hmm. When you think somebody doesn't care, when you think the world doesn't care. Those are facts, my brother. Those are just facts, my sister. I could go on and on and give you so many examples. And you begin to realize how much this message is deliberate, is liberating and very important for the church. Because so many times the people of God, the children of God, are, 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 are being so depressed. I can use that word. They are being so depressed because they are concentrating on the facts that are around them. But today, the message of God says, set my people free. Let them be free. Let them be made free by the scripture, by Yeshua HaMashiach. He is making you free. He cares for you, somebody. When somebody thinks that nobody cares, he says he cares for you. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Check it out later on. There are so many other scriptures. Uh-huh. So Psalm 23, verse 4. You know it very well. You know, you know Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me blind that he says, even though, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. That is the truth. You must look at. Are you with me, ladies and gentlemen? Um. He says, come unto me, only that labor and are heavy laden. When something is troubling your heart, when something is bothering your mind, when you are burdened in your spirit and your mind, the word of God in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 says, come unto me, only that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Ladies and gentlemen, receive the truth and not, not the fact. You may have lost, I'll stop there. You may have lost family, believed people were like but, but you meet people who are believed. Yes, that happens. You have lost someone. They're going to be buried. That's a fact. But look at the truth now. Look, the truth is in John chapter 14, verse 26. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in me. The Holy Spirit, I'm sending you the Holy Spirit, the comforter. That is the truth. 
And the truth, when you look at it, it will make you free. You, you deal with issues in a different way after this day. You will find that from this day forward, the way you look at the situation will be different because of this liberating message. And I leave this to you as homework. I want you in each satellite, wherever you are, during the next week or two, if you are able to do Bible studies, you can put aside what you've been doing for a bit. But begin to have a chat in your home. Even in your home, do as a Bible study. Do it as a challenge with your children. Let's see who comes up with that. Put on one side, two, two lines. On one on, on the left, you have the facts. And on the, on the right, you have the truth. Then put the things that bother you as facts and then find the scripture that country that shoots down the fact as the truth because scripture says you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free i want you to do that as homework i'm leaving it with you now go and do a chart go and do a table go and do it as homework have a table one on the left with facts on the the, the column on the right with the truth and find out how many scriptures you enjoy this game you enjoy and you see how even further liberating it shall be. And when you do that, don't just do it as an exercise. Begin to apply the scriptures in your mind. Begin to apply the scriptures in your life. Begin to say, oh my God, how I'm so, I don't realize this. How I was so much concentrating on what the world was offering. Yes, these are facts. And they are just facts. Yes, it's a fact. You are not well, you know, even what it's a fact. Those are facts that Suzuki But it's not for The truth is that he makes you free. The truth is that he heals you. When you put that in your mind, then reality happens. Colossians chapter 3, verse 16 says, Can you finish with that? Colossians chapter 3, verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Hallelujah. Let me finish with that verse for you today. It says, let the word of God, which is the truth, let the truth, in other words, richly dwell in you. Somebody say, the word of truth richly dwells in me. The word of truth richly dwells in me. Let the word of God, which is the truth, richly dwell in you so you can use it when the world presents or brings facts to you you need to have the word in you because the word is the truth when you have the word and the facts are there when you look at the facts yes immediately the moment you see the facts the moment you see an envelope the moment you see a letter saying something, the moment you see an email sometimes saying something, don't worry, we are not saying those don't, don't exist. We are not in denial. We are saying they are facts. They are there. But, and that's a big but, the word of truth will liberate you. Look at the, the, the truth now. That, 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 that will, will cause that thing to vanish when you concentrate on that truth. From this day onwards, may the God of Agape help you that from this day onwards, you will denounce the stubbornness of facts with the truth of the word of God. Amen. Let me say that again. From this day forward, as the church, as the God of Agape sent me as the messenger to the church of God, this must be a liberating word. This must be a word of deliverance for everyone. And I'm saying to you from today, please agree with me in conclusion that from this day forward, you will denounce the stubbornness of the facts with the truth of the word of God. Somebody say amen. amen. Let me say it again. I want you to agree with me and to agree with yourself. I want you to agree with me and agree with yourself. 
That's why I've taught you before. Sometimes you people say, "Are we together?" Three days. Now, when you are this, I want to ask you yourself: Are you together? Yourself. I think you must because when you read the word of God, when you apply the truth, then you are together. Before you ask others, are we together? You want to be together with people. When you go watch yourself, you are not together. Don't say to people, are we together? We need to know that yourself, you watch are you together yourself? And I want you to agree with me as you conclude. I want to say again, the fact that receive this in your spirit, man, from this day going forward, from this day, ladies and gentlemen, going forward, I want you to agree with me to say that you are going to denounce the stubbornness of the facts with the truth of the word of God. Let the word continue to simmer in your spirit. Let the word of God continue to simmer in you. As you digest this word, I want you, I pray that you need to start implementing this. This is a big word God has said I must share with you as we are starting in this year. This is a year with the depressing news everywhere. Every day, everywhere you look around, you see Corona, this COVID, this COVID does. They are talking about the vaccine. They are talking about the, the vaccine shall come. Now it's, it's, it's no longer in existence. It's, it's a shortage. It's, a, it's fear, fear everywhere. Facts, facts, and the, 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 the world is bringing sadness every day. But that's why the Lord has brought a liberating message for you. This will carry you through this dark year called 2021. This will carry you through this year where the world is presenting all sorts of dark news. And I'm bringing the good news. This is the good news of the gospel. Hallelujah. That's why it's called the good news of the gospel. Hallelujah. Liberating news. When the Son of Man, therefore, shall make you free, you are free indeed. I want you to begin to pray with me as I'm going to pray for you right now. You raise your hands. I'm praying that the God of Agatha will say, make you free for sure. That from this day onwards in your mind, the Bible says, be ye renewed in your mind. You need to be renewed in your mind because of the way you are thinking, because of the way you are so concerned about the facts. You have received so many invitations, so many letters to go out for operations. Yes, those are facts, my brother. Those are facts, my dear sister. Those are just facts. But today, when you look at that envelope, when you look at that appointment, some of you even have good appointments that are coming next week or the week after or next month. When now my appointments, they are just facts. But you begin to say, begin to speak the truth into the facts and you see that your story will be different you see that you will have a different testimony this year let me pray mighty hour the one and only people i have released your word i have shared with your people the word that you said i should share with them by the authority of your calling and anointing upon my life how i pray almighty father for you said let them be set free by the renewing of their mind as we start the year called 2021 with all the sadness that's going to be released in the year i thank you that you went for your children to know the truth for the truth will make them free during the year the truth will make them free by your grace and mercy, your children and your people, Almighty Father, when they are faced with the stubbornness of facts, <laughs> when they are faced with the stubbornness of facts in their different aspects of life, they will shoot down the facts with the truth. 
and that will give them testimony after testimony in the season of difficulty in the season of duality your children shall have a testimony shall have testimony after testimony testimony that will bring glory to your name as I decree now that from this day onwards your children are going to implement this truth your children are going to implement the teaching today that your children are delivered from concentrating on facts which were depressing them day by day they were coming to church some of them were even struggling to read the Bible because they were the facts were depressing them but from today onwards Almighty Father the truth makes them free your children are made free your children are delivered I have come today as the Moses of the church I have come today as the Moses of the people to liberate your children to liberate your church to liberate your people by the truth that in spite of the effects that are out there no matter the envelopes no matter the emails no matter the text messages all those are stubborn facts but the facts shall be shut down by the truth and the truth shall you for free you shall know the truth I thank you, mighty Father, that your children, you say my people perish because of lack of knowledge, but not in, not in the real agape. Your children are knowing. Now they know. Now they know. Now they know because the word says you shall know the truth. How are they going to know unless you had sent me to make them to know it? Now they know. They know the truth and the truth delivers them today. The truth sets them free. Mm-hmm. Makes them free. They are delivered. They are made free. I decree it by the authority of your calling and I'm waiting upon my life. I'm decreeing it that everyone who is hearing my voice has been has been made free from every aspect of facts in their lives, whether it's their health, whether it's their mind, whether it's for help, whether it's for whatever situation in their homes. Father, I pray in the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach, that this day, the facts, the envelopes, the letters, the documentation that they have in their homes, anything that is contrary to their focus, anything that goes against their dreams, anything that is contrary to their dreams that they have respect, today I decree that the truth of the word of God shall deliver and make your people free and mighty more I'm releasing the word of God, teaching the church of God, delivering the blessing, releasing the word in accordance with your word. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And and in accordance with your word, which says, when the Son of Man, Yeshua Amashiach, makes you free, then you are free. Whenever somebody say to them they can't, I'm saying to them the word says they can. I see. I decree that the truth from this day makes your people free and for me, and they are free indeed. Their testimony shall remain. They shall have more testimonies this year as they apply this word. Lord, I pray that they'll be able to apply it in every situation of their lives. Whenever they face a situation at work, they will say, these are the facts. Now let me find the truth because the truth is always there in your word. If they don't know the truth at that point, I pray in their mind they'll go and find it. If they face a situation at home, they will say, okay, these are the facts. And I want to go and search the scriptures to find the truth that deals with this double fact. My brother, I pray that your people have understood this. I pray that they'll be able to apply this day by day for your people 
perish because of lack of knowledge. And I decree that not in the real agape. Your people shall not perish because they've received knowledge today. They shall know the truth and the truth makes them free. In the name of God, the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. In the mighty name of the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach, I have prayed and blessed the church. Amen.